0: Hey, what's up? It's Joe OSR Richter here. I'm calling into my own show because on my last episode, when I said I wasn't really OSR, I was just joshing with you. And I just want you to know that I'm OSR. I'm just so OSR. And that's all I got to say. I just want to OSR the hell out of OSR. Peace out.
1: what's up everybody welcome back to hindsightless an occasional podcast about role-playing games life or you know whatever but mostly role-playing games hosted by me (laughs) so kicking off the show there is simply put the greatest call in i have ever gotten holy crap (laughs) I played it for my mom while I was down there, and she said that it sounded like me. So, Barney, dude, thank you so much. I can't even express how hard I laughed the first time I listened to it. Uh, The title of the voicemail was Joe calling Joe, and I was just like, what the hell is this, dude? And, oh my god, I I seriously laughed so hard. I had just woken up in the morning, and it just... It really made me happy, dude. I I love it. Thank you so much. You are amazingly talented. The voices you can do, dude. I wish. Anyway. Oh, so my last episode, my retrospective about, you know, the year and just my place in the OSR community garnered a ton of super amazing supportive call ins. And responses some from long time listeners, some from a first time caller, so that always pumps me up, but yeah, like I've been thinking about it some more, and I think part of my issue comes from not having grown up with d and d as my primary role playing game d and d of any edition, you know the very first role playing game I ever played was, I think, first edition AD&D. Uh, but then I didn't play it, and that was in, like, third grade. And then I didn't play for a little while, for probably a year or so. And then when I restarted playing again in, you know, fourth or fifth grade, it was it was Rollmaster and Merp and Top Secret SI. And we just never played D&D. So I think that's why... I like more crunch in my systems. I think that's probably why I don't find, you know, the single damaged die for every single weapon interesting. Yeah, so I I was just thinking about that the other night after I put out my episode and I don't know, that probably has something to do with it. But a lot of folks like I said had really cool stuff to say so let's get into that.
0: Hi Joe Barney here. A thought's just crossed my mind listening to your episode which is I I don't think I've come across anyone in our little circle our circles of life podcasting and anchor and discord life who are pure osr bods um yeah i i am not sure there's anyone who's you know resolutely stoically committed to osr to the exclusion of other things just a thought just a thought see you
1: you know barney i think you are 100 percent right man like, I I don't – I can't think of anybody who is staunchly OSR all the way. So, yeah, I mean, and I guess when I was talking about it, I, I didn't want to give the impression that I felt excluded or anything. So I hope I didn't do that because I, I really don't. And it's been a fantastic part just learning little bits and bobs of the OSR community. And I have learned a ton you know there's a lot to be learned from the osr i was just wondering about if i was a true osr dude but you know i don't know that that even exists i don't know that there's such a thing so great point man uh and if you don't know Barney runs the uh, Local Ludus podcast, and it is fantastic. It's really great. You all should check it out if you're not already, but I'm sure you already are. And Barney, just thanks again for <laughs> for Joe calling Joe. Really. I, I listen to it. I'm still listening to it once a day because it just makes me smile every time. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's... Let's hear what John Allen Large has to say on the subject, though. Hey, Joe, it's John
2: here from the Red Dose Diaries. I've just been listening to your year-end thoughts episode and just wanted to say thank you very much for that, and I hope you have a great new year. I It really did bring a smile to my face when you were talking about the the number of UK people like myself that you're in touch with, and your mention of throwing a few pints down, and possibly, if you can get over here, running some games. I think that's great, and it really epitomises one of the true benefits to the technology that allows us to communicate over such distances and the sort of wider sense of communities amongst uh, rpgs and the osr in general but i've got to say dude don't worry about that whole idea about oh am i a proper osr person or not because i don't like the idea of actually creating any game rules myself i'm gonna let you in on a little secret joe just don't tell anyone else i'm not actually bothered about creating new rules myself either the the way i look at it is There's loads and loads of like OSR systems and rule systems out there, and many of them are created by people who have a a far better mind for rule systems and more enthusiasm for their actual creation than I will ever have. I really love playing games, creating characters and throwing myself into them, but rules creation is not where my passion lies. So I think Better to leave that up to the people who do truly enjoy it and throw themselves into it. And there's never going to be a time when I can't find a rural set and just, like, tweak it to match my individual preferences. So don't worry about that, dude. You play games how you want to play them. Thank you for your participation in the community. It's been great to see. I look forward to chatting to you soon.
1: John, you are a wise man indeed. You're absolutely right, dude. I should not worry about that, my lack of interest in that area of the hobby. There are a ton of rule systems out there, and like you said, they're made by very creative, super talented folks who are just into making games, and that is fantastic. I mean, just from the Anchorites alone, I read Spooky House and Osseos, and I thought they were both fucking super good games. Sorry. Sorry, Jason, um, but yeah, dude, I really, I really appreciate your reassurance and you reminding me of that fact. So thank you, dude. If you don't know, that was John Allen Large from the Red Dice Diaries and the Purple Worm podcast, and I have one of his co-hosts from the Purple Worm calling in next. I got half of the Purple Worm today. It's a a purple letter day. Well, oh, it's a red letter day because of Red Dice Diaries. <laughs> all right Colin dude what's up seasons greetings Joe mate how
3: you doing listening to your episode talking about anchor and your thoughts and feelings around it I don't think it's dramatic to say that it's life-changing certainly changed my life the podcast is a big thing that I'm into now sounds like you're really getting into it you you're, you're getting success with your will or woe um Oh, man, it's awesome. The back and forward of of the messages, I love it. As for the OSR community, whatever that is, I don't care. I don't know if you're OSR. Don't ask me. I've been playing since 80, 81. In all that time, the OSR is a recent discovery for me, and um, I haven't got a clue what it means. And I really couldn't give a monkey's I'm interested to hear you into ICRPG.
1: Perhaps we can get some plays of that in together. Yo, Colin, what up, man? It is always a pleasure to hear from you. And yeah, dude, the new year has been going great. My holidays are fantastic. Thank you for asking. And for sure, man, I get that the OSR is a nebulous term. It, I, The more I talk about it and the more I hear other folks talk about it, the more I realize it's not a thing i don't it's one of those terms that gets thrown around that means so many things to so many different people that it doesn't have a single definition so it's not one thing but yet people continue to use the term which you know that's fine whatever folks want to do or say that's cool with me but yeah man i just i like I said, I always appreciate it when you call and thanks for your words about my actual play. It's nuts, dude. And I I think to myself sometimes how much fun it would be if we had the Anchor app for our actual play. But then I think, oh dude, do I really want that? <laughs> I'm sure there would be people out there that had some very interesting things to say about the way we run our game and the stories we tell and stuff, but it would be fascinating to hear those things, and who knows, maybe one day. But anyway, dude, you have something else to say, so let's check that out. Hi, Joe, hope you're
3: making the best of this festive holiday time, and I just wanted to say I've been on Discord this morning, and you put a message up there. I don't. I'm not too sure how you use your Discord, whether it's like a speech to text thing or what. But um, you mentioned podcasts, but the P was missing, <laughs> so it came up oddcasts. And Andy Goodman noticed this, and I think that you may have developed true sight, discovered the truth behind Anchor podcasts. You've seen past the P. They are, in fact, oddcasts, and we are all (laughs) oddcasters. Amazing, mate. I thought that was so funny. I should uh, let you know. Take care. I'll catch you later.
1: Sometimes my typos and misspellings and speech-to-text fuck-ups are just too good to change, and oddcasting is one of those, (laughs) man. It is perfect it's a perfect summation for so many of our podcasts so thank you Colin, for bringing that to my attention dude oh my god Oddcasting, genius
4: hey Joe, jason here nerds rpg variety cast sorry about my voice getting over cold that andy gave me through um his podcast you ever see the movie the ring that's what he's got going on anyhow you definitely belong with the osr anchorites um you kept leaving anchorites off your, your name of the community. It's horrible, man. I'm just messing with you. Um, man, I hope you don't see our, our relationships antagonistic. I don't view it that way. Maybe I'm being too sarcastic or, or, or messing with you too hard. That's not my intention. I'm definitely not trying to go at it with you, dude. I, I friggin' value your opinion. I enjoy our conversations. I look forward to more of the new year, but you definitely belong in the community, probably more than I do, to be honest. So, um, yeah, don't – I'm going to have an episode on thoughts on what OSR is and whatnot. But, um, yeah, I'm glad you're there in the community. Hey, I I didn't start a podcast till a month after you did. So, you know, anyhow, take care.
1: Yo, what up, Jason? Dude, I don't think of our relationship as antagon- – what's that word? Antagonistic at all, man. Seriously, I was just messing around, you know. I know we give each other shit. I think it's super fun. I know you're kidding around. I'm also kidding around, dude. It's just a good time. Like you talked about on one of your first early call-ins, we have a lot of shared experiences and our backgrounds, living in similar areas and whatnot, dude. So yeah, don't sweat that, man. And I know I absolutely forgot to say anchorites in that episode. I can't believe it, dude. I cannot believe. That I forgot to say Anchorites. But anyway, Jason, as always, thank you for your call-in, dude. I really appreciate each and every one. It's awesome that you do. And I was so happy. I was like, oh my god, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. But you couldn't get through an entire message without some self-deprecation, dude. (laughs) You were so close. So goddamn close. Next time, buddy. Absolutely next time. Alright, so next we have a first time caller. Super stoked. Let's get to it. But before we do, let me just remind everyone if you don't know, that was Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. He's got a fantastic show, it's great. He talks a lot about different game systems, a lot of game theory. Uh, he's run a game for me, a fantastic game of Altered States which was super duper fun. Cyberpunk ICRPG. He's always running games or playing in games. It's amazing. So check his show out. That's Nerds RPG Variety Cast. All right, Alex, what's up? Hey, Joey, this is Alex. Uh, hearing you talk about the OSR, one of the things I find most interesting about it is the art style, the black and white art in those uh, in all the publications, whether it's old or new in that style gets my imagination going. And uh, complexity, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the black hack seemed to be pretty simple. And sometimes I felt like my character didn't have a lot of options. But maybe that's up to me to, uh, you know, appeal to the GM for things I want to do that aren't explicitly laid out. The Simplicity made it really easy to pick up. But I would agree that long-term, want something more. Maybe like in the white hack... Uh, where you can negotiate your background coming into play at various times. Maybe that would be fun. Anyway, cheers. Hey, what's up, Alex? Thank you so much for calling in, dude, and for listening. That is awesome. Alex actually played in the one online game of the Black Hack that I ran a few weeks back. And <laughs> sadly, his character was the one character that died sorry dude uh i i hope it was a valiant death it it seemed glorious as shit man i thought it was awesome but anyway so the black hack does have a background mechanic where once per day you get a re-roll or uh get advantage on a roll and i don't know if i did a good job of talking about that or explaining that and i don't know if that's the same thing that the white hack has or if the white hack is a little more robust or something like that so i'll have to look into the white hack because i've never actually read it but again dude thanks for your call in that's super dope <laughs> um and yeah on the on the point of system complexity and long-term play i think you and i might be on you know a similar wavelength here but uh, our next caller, Josh, he's got, he's got a different take on it. So let's
0: hear from him. Hey, Josh Beckelheimer here. So I got to say that you could easily run a campaign with the Black Hack for years. It's not really about how crunchy a game is or how rules light a game is. It's about how much fun you're having. It's about the campaign. It's about the world. It's about your players. I mean, you can play in a crunchy game and it still be extremely boring. Or you can play in a very easy, quick, rules like game and it'd still be extremely boring or extremely fun. Either way, because it's about the game, the campaign, your players' the interaction, all of that stuff. And the way Black Hack is set up, I mean, it takes a long time to level up if you sit down and look at it. I mean, if you want to go to level 7, you gotta accumulate enough experience to hit level seven and that can be a long time especially if you're doing one xp per session
1: hey josh dude you are absolutely correct about it's not about what system you're playing it's about the group and the story and having fun dude i a thousand percent agree with that and all that being equal i think what me and my group enjoy a little bit more is a little bit more of a crunchier system because we can have fun playing any system. We've played a bunch of different systems and we can always have fun because we know that's the most important thing. And so, yeah, that's what I mean. All that stuff being equal, knowing me and knowing my players, I think we do need a little more oomph for a campaign that's going to last a year or a few years you know we're in the 17th month now of our Pathfinder 2e campaign and it's it's crazy it's been a, <laughs> it's a long time and they're getting high level and things are getting there is i'm learning that there is a threshold to my desire for crunch and i i think i'll be able to make it all the way through 20th level here without losing my mind but we'll see folks (laughs) wish me luck because there is some crunch but yeah so like a little less than 2e and a little more than the black hack i think is ideally maybe what i'm looking for ultimately for our next our next endeavor whatever we do after this current campaign so yeah, that is that's my quest. I've been I've been looking at a bunch of games and just trying to learn about as many different systems as I possibly can. So when we get ready, we'll have uh we'll be able to make a sweet choice, man. I I have no idea what we're going to end up doing next but i think i'm getting off (laughs) off topic a little bit so josh thank you for your call in that was josh from jb publishing it's a great podcast he's got a blog he is working on a zine for zine quest so you should totally check him out if you don't know already Well, that's it for all the messages, folks. A super special, super awesome thank you to Barney, John, Colin, Jason, Alex, and Josh. Dudes, thank you so much. You all had such thoughtful, insightful things to say about the OSR and my place in the OSR and just this whole community thing. And I really, really appreciate it. For me to be able to just throw my thoughts out into the ether and just have them resonate enough with some folks that, you know, they feel like they want to call in and share their thoughts with me. That's that's just so rad, dudes. Thank you so much. And yeah, like I do feel like a member of the OSR community because it just can mean anything. In the OSR, there's no one definition of OSR. So if it can mean anything. Does that mean it means nothing? I don't know. I don't need to know, but I want you to know that I appreciate you all for listening. And I'm going to try and be a good podcaster and put the links to all of the people who left messages, put their show in the show notes, because I should do that more. Anyway, until we talk again, peace out.